step up to the mic, Ben Francis, because uh, you need to help me out with this one, uh, and the listeners need to pay uh, attention. Uh, we call it the Ot Show, the bizarre sporting stories from the last week you might have missed, but you definitely need to know about. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? No dramatic music for this? We, we need a dramatic music bed for this. We'll, we'll work on it, it's, mate. Full of, it's full of drama. It's full of drama. It's full of drama. Um, Tuesday night high school basketball, of course. Where else would we start? Tuesday night high school basketball in the United States of America, to be exact. Uh, where Weatherford and, and I hope I pronounce that correctly to anyone listening in Oklahoma right now, uh, Anadarko in Oklahoma ended in a score, and this must have been a pulsating game, gripping. It was a one-possession game, Ben. Incredible. It finished four points to two. With Weatherford prevailing in a contest that featured only six total points between the two teams. This is high school basketball. In the States, high school basketball is a pretty good standard, generally, isn't it? After Weatherford scored the first bucket, Anadarko proceeded to hold onto the ball until half time. Not even attempting to take any shots while continually passing the ball as Weatherford sat back in his own defence. How is this possible? The result of the game led to renew calls both in Oklahoma and nationally for a shot clock to be implemented in high school basketball in order to prevent teams from holding onto the ball for an indefinite amount of time without incurring a penalty. In about 40 states, including Oklahoma, high school basketball does not currently have a shot clock, meaning teams can hold onto the ball for as long as they desire without being penalised for it. I've got so many thoughts on this, Ben Francis. Firstly, it takes me back to the NBA who uh, recognised this rule 70 years ago. 70 years ago they recognised this problem, that athletes are cynical at best. It's quite quite funny. And will do anything to seek an unfair advantage, (laughs) a.k.a. cheating. I think the guy... Uh, I'll take you back to the Fort Wayne Pistons defeated the Minneapolis Lakers 19-18. That's the lowest scoring uh, game on uh, NBA history. And that was in 1915. I think the shot clock came in at about... 54, 55, I might have that off by a year or two. But is that is that what we're coming to at high school sport? Where you're that cynical about winning that you hold on to a ball for a whole game? Is it a high school sport about, I don't know, trying to make players better and, I don't know, something stupid like having fun? Oh, Daniel, you're one of those NIMBY fun people. Like, seriously. Well, you're that cynical. You're that, Whoever's running that team, you're that sad? Well, that's sad an individual. The the only explanation I can think of is this: the Anadarko must have been a good school, and Weatherford maybe thought maybe we could get a win if we just don't shoot and hold <laughs> onto the ball. I'm pretty sure the guy who he scored all four points for Weatherford as well. Well, that's a great story. I scored all my team's points in a high school um, in a high school basketball game once. How many did you drop? Everyone's thinking fifty, sixty, might have gone seventy. Four. <laughs> NBA scouts better be watching. <laughs> yeah, I know. Put that on your resume. He led Weatherford and all scorers, including against Anadarko, where he scored all the team's points in an historic two-point victory. <laughs> that looked good on your resume, won't it? I'd put it on there. What a... Their coach. <laughs> Don't you think? They're kind of sad, isn't it? Kind of sad. You're a bit of a sad... Bit of a loser, if you think like that. Ma- at that ma- level, maybe the co- maybe the coach thought that their passing game was bad, and he just said, "Spend the whole game passing. <laughs> Work on your skills." 
That's what practice is for. Oh, sorry. It's basketball. They don't practice, do they? What have you got, mate? Uh, so we know that comedian Jimmy Carr is the king of roasting people, and a young uh, Australian yeah. rules player from Greater Western Sydney was his latest victim. Uh, Jason Gilby made headlines during the week after revealing he doesn't drink any water and only consumes milk, saying, it's a flavour texture thing. No real reason. It helps me put on a bit of weight, and I just love the taste of it. So very interesting. I, I'm not... That is odd. I love milk. Don't get me wrong, but I also know water is quite good too. Yeah, I, I don't know how I don't know how much milk he consumes though. But both Carr and Gilby were on the Project Australia, and Jimmy Carr decided to have a little crack uh, at Gilby about his milk obsession. And he said, "I think we've buried the lead story. I think the headline is world's largest toddler also plays Aussie rules." <laughs> And then he said, a personal question, my friend. When did you stop breastfeeding? Was there a transition period? <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, Jimmy Carris. I, he is quite I, I cut. I don't know if he was in a, doing an Australian radio interview and he was on the Gold Coast and he was asked about what he thinks of the Gold Coast. And he said, oh, the Gold Coast is a town for poor people who think who want to live a rich lifestyle because it's all built up. But it's not yeah. It's not like luxurious, like... Uh, it's... You have, if you haven't been to the Gold Coast, part of me wants to tell you don't go, um, but you kind of have to experience it. It's kind of, it's, it's unique. Yes, it's probably the the nicest way I can I can describe it. Yeah. Not sure. Here's the other tip: I'm not going back, so that, that should should probably tell you a lot. Now, I don't know. Chilean swimmer Barbara Hernandez has become the first swimmer to cover 2.5 kilometers in the frozen waters off Antarctica. If it's frozen, how can you actually go? How can you swim through frozen water? If water's frozen, do you swim on top of it? Maybe I should carry on and read the rest of the story. Uh, she did swim in a simple swimsuit as well, so no protective clothing or grease, in 2.2 degrees Celsius water. That's not that impressive. Just go to Lyle Bay in Wellington. Uh-huh. It'd be about three right now. Uh, Hernandez, an experienced open swimmer with previous world records, including the Guinness World Record for completing the fastest ocean uh, mile swim through the Drake Passage in southern Chile, is currently on board a Chilean Navy ship to Antarctica to raise awareness for the need to protect its waters. Uh, She completed the distance in 45 minutes. That's pretty slippery as far as time's concerned. But it can't have been completely frozen, right? Because, Ben, am 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 I bearing the lead on this one too? Oh, Am I? My, my, oh, I wouldn't do that, to be fair, so... No, I, no, I'd agree with you on that one. I'm not as impressed. I, I think I'd be more impressed if she drank 10 Tiramitos in two minutes. If you don't know what they are, you haven't been to Chile. Um, they're a Chilean cocktail. Real, that will have you on your ass if you drink about three in five minutes. Real, real, I tell you. Real quick, Daniel. You know, you can actually go on a cruise to Antarctica. Being, yes. being led by John Key. Really? Yeah. When is that? Uh, it's later this year, I believe. He's, uh, he's, okay. he's, 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 he's leading a cruise ship to the frozen waters of Antarctica. So if you want to attempt to swim that distance and right. nothing else but a swimsuit, there's your opportunity. Will, will they serve Tiramitos? You have to ask. Okay. Um, I've just checked my diary. Um, I'm busy, <laughs> it, it would seem. I'm very, very busy. Uh, I, I'd, I would miss the Saturday session audience too much. 